0: Good morning, everybody. I hope you're ready to help yourself to a huge bowl of vegetable soup. Get yourself a nice spoon. I am Veg, your host today. And today with me in studio, I have Ashley Goodermuth, a local comedian in Tacoma, recently relocated. And uh, she's going to talk about some stuff with us. And hopefully you're interested as I am about all the fun things we're going to talk about. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm
1: doing pretty well, Veg. Thank you so much for having me. It's oh to man, be here.
0: thank you for coming to the show. I, I I uh I met you what about two months ago at uh at a trial run of Sherry's Unmentionables. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was crazy fun. Yeah. And I tell you what, I just did uh the the show with her at the Cole Street Brewery, and it was nothing mm. like the rehearsal. Oh really? Yeah. I I I had 15 minutes of material. And it took me, uh, I, I, I told my first joke, it took me about eight minutes to tell a two-minute joke. Oh, man. And I did maybe 14 minutes of improv. Oh, and no. it, I mean, it was a great time and it was successful, well, but I was cool. not prepared for what was happening there. And uh, luckily, I can, I can uh, act out fun stuff in front of people that's awesome
1: i feel like any show that sherry does is going to be great
0: oh it's it's to begin with fantastic what are you doing over there uh i think the computer just skipped trevor or or my brain trevor your brain is skipping (laughs) so uh ashley how long have you been doing comedy
1: Uh, I've been doing comedy, well, I've been writing for several years. Um, I move around a lot, and I've been trying to uh, actually start performing for a while.
0: I asked because um, I noticed you produce a lot of stuff.
1: I do produce a lot of stuff. You know, I have two nights. I have a night on Friday, uh, at night it's called Nightcap at La Caw. It's La Caw Bar on Sixth Avenue in Tacoma. Right here in
0: Tacoma, yeah. I,
1: I co produced that with uh, two other people, Rachel Lorendo, fellow comedian uh-huh. and Kelsey Parkhurst. Um, so that's on Friday nights. I also do a show on Sundays which is at Dusty's Hideaway. Okay. That's in Tacoma as well. That starts at 8, and uh, we all co-produce that as well. That's called Comedy Empire, so if you're looking for that on Facebook, that's what that's okay. One called. Okay, okay. But, but that's pretty cool, so if anybody wants some stage time, just come check and, it out. And that's
0: another open mic? And That's another, yep. sign-up go up?
1: Uh, well, we do sign-ups on Facebook. Okay. Um, and it's not always an open mic. Sometimes we have shows, sometimes okay. we do themes, but... Um, Longer, we try to do longer sets,
0: and but the nightcap is an open mic. The
1: nightcap is always and, an and open that's a, mic, that's yeah. a sign
0: up go up, uh, sign ups on Facebook as well. Sign ups
1: on Facebook as well, yeah. yes, All right.
0: well, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Uh, are there any places that you like to perform here or in local areas, Seattle, or whatnot?
1: I do, I have loads, you know, I try to get out as much as possible. My favorite place, um, has got to be Club Comedy, which is in Seattle. Uh, club comedy's been around for about a year it's awesome the people that run it are amazing I love going up there for shows I mean I would go up there just to watch a show that, I have, that's I have always yet great. to
0: be to the club comedy I've been to the to the underground and I've been to the blue moon
1: all oh, the blue moons the
0: nearer to tacoma and renton i've been to the 907 oh, yeah. and uh i went to trenchers a couple times have you been to trenchers
1: i have not been to Trenchers, but i've been the underground i love the underground that's always amazing and then you know you go from the underground to the 907 in renton right yeah but yeah all of those places are great but i'll have to check out oh wait trenchers yeah that's
0: a, a, a Monty <laughs> taylor <laughs> i thought
1: you said sorry I have. I did trenchers last week. Okay. Yeah. I thought. Uh, yeah. I did it last Tuesday. <laughs>
0: trenchers? No. Never heard of it. Never Wait, heard I've of it. Been there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did it last Tuesday. See,
0: I told you she was a comedian.
1: <laughs> uh, I th- no, I thought it was a different one. Yeah. Um. I love Amani. First yeah, of all, Amani awesome. and his brother James are amazing. But I five uh,
0: entertainment for those of you that are listening.
1: Yeah, they're so nice and. Um, yeah, I did trenchers, and it was so cool because you're up on a stage, you're up uh-huh. higher than everybody oh, yeah. else.
0: It's a real stage.
1: Yeah, and uh, it was neat. They, the people there, they, I, I had to engage with the audience a little bit more than perhaps usual. Okay. Just to pull them in a little bit, but it was, it was a lot of fun. I really liked being there. I want to go back.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I also noticed that. Uh, see, you're, you're into something that I will probably never do again: running. <laughs> I am. The only That's time right. I run is to the bathroom. I I, I do not run, yes, as I, you can tell.
1: Oh, <laughs> you look great! It's all that vegetable soup, right? Right. <laughs> um, yes, I have a running streak. So uh, a running streak means that you have ran at least a mile a day. Oh, there's a specific club for okay. it. The streak Runners International.
0: And uh, yeah, I saw you put that on there. Um.
1: Yeah. So in order to be a part of the club, you have to run at least a mile a day for a, a year. You can't okay. miss any days. Um, you don't walk any of the days you run. Um, so I have done that since January 25th, 2015, um, coming up on my five-year anniversary. Wow, congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you. Today was day 1,813, I believe, yeah. <coughs> so,
0: and, and you do you do a, a podcast of this?
1: I don't I don't do a podcast. I do daily videos. So okay. as soon as is, I is that the Instagram? Thing? That's on my Instagram. Okay. So okay. my Instagram is Ash Um and uh, every day I upload a video and I try to give a running tip. Uh, you know something that is not useful at all to yeah. anyone. <laughs> um,
0: if you get a stitch in your side, just keep, keep going. That's
1: right, just it'll keep, go away. Just keep it going. <laughs> I used to get really painful side stitch. Okay. Uh especially early on. And I don't know if it's the muscles building up or what, but I uh, I stopped eating before I ran. Okay. So I I'll run that's the first thing I do and I, so I won't have eaten for 12 hours.
0: Did and you run this morning before the show?
1: Ran 3 miles. Wow. Knocked it out, 10 minute pace. Um yeah, so and that that took the pain away. Okay. So I don't know what what that what the deal is with that, but yeah, so I do a daily video. I try to talk about what comedy show I'm on that night, and also some sort of running thing that's okay. going on. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I, have
0: you ever run a marathon?
1: <laughs> I've run a half marathon and a.
0: And that's that's 13 <laughs> miles, right? That yeah, 13.1. Yeah. Okay.
1: Or so, uh, and I've done a handful of 5Ks. Okay. Yeah, I came. Uh, they they like to give out awards at 5Ks. I came in second in my age group yeah and now come on now this is big that came is in, huge came in second in my age group for my gender when there was only two people in that category so wow. i mean got a trophy Listen,
0: how can we divide <laughs> this down to the smallest thing uh, gender age group and uh well 5K. oh
1: man but it, i was proud to have that trophy
0: that's well that's that's awesome that's yeah. commendable
1: it's fun, you know. You get out, you meet people that do something. Yeah, similar. Have you ever
0: done something like a triathlon or anything like that?
1: I have not. Run, bike, swim. I'm interested in the uh, races where they do uh, they they climb things, the mud mud races. Have you seen those?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. What do they call those? The beast.
1: Yeah, there's things. there's all kinds of crazy stuff involved in. It. I'm interested in them, but I'm concerned if I I've done this run streak thing for almost five years. If I slip or if I do something, then it's done, you know? And then I've got five years of, you know, obsession out the window. (laughs) So (laughs) think of all I've achieved. (laughs) (laughs) My life is ruined. The miles. I used to be terrible at running. I ran. I didn't run, start running to lose weight. I started running to be better at running. Okay. And that contributed to weight loss, to, uh, you know, building muscle and learning a lot about uh, running and the different things that happen, and
0: your limitations, and your
1: limitations, and how to surpass your lim- your limitations.
0: So, what's what's your fastest mile?
1: My fastest mile is six fifty-five. Okay, um, I can run a mile and a half. My fastest is uh, ten twenty-seven. Now that's pushing it. That's a, it's quite a quite a pace. Okay, um, I tell you what's fun for me. If I um, am in a situation where I've been in a couple of, of races where uh, there's a lot of young guys like they're you know 21 22 okay who absolutely by all rights should be able to blow me out of the water so, so
0: younger than you <laughs>
1: younger than younger than me but i you know i'm not old <coughs> but but they should be fitter than me and they will start off really fast and then absolutely won't be able to finish at that pace and crash out and i will beat them by maybe two three minutes
0: that's because they're trying to throw it all in there to show off they're
1: trying to show off and then they and it's a lot of them smoke Uh because they smoke they can't keep the lung capacity up right
0: right i think we're in trouble big d just walked in studio (laughs) no i didn't bring beer it's too early in the morning for beer bro and you guys
2: were talking (laughs) about smoking how dare you (laughs)
1: Um, so yeah, I started running to be better at running okay and uh, started off pretty bad. I was at 17, 16 minute miles and I would wheeze the whole time. <laughs> Absolutely would, I sounded like I was going to die. man and felt like it too. Um, and so I now you know to go from 16, 17 minute miles to hit under seven, that's pretty good. That's,
0: that's one heck of an achievement. Yeah, so very commendable.
1: I, uh, I do it every day. I've never missed a day in almost five years, and uh, I'm hoping to keep it going. But bear in mind, in that group, once I hit five years, I move up a running level. They call it proficient, I believe. Okay. Uh, and there are people that have done it for 40-plus years. Man. Women that have done it through having babies. Wow. People, one woman that did it with a C-section. How? How so? I can't complain she about. She must have
0: watched Prometheus and thought, <laughs> "I can do that."
1: <laughs> I I have sore, like I've tight muscles and things like that, but I don't have anything to complain about when it comes to. Aches and pains if people are out there having babies. I, I got a
0: corn on my toe. You got to run.
1: <laughs> heart attacks and tooth extractions and yeah, I've I've had days where I've been so sick that the only thing I could do was run. Okay. And the rest of the day I was in bed. Right. Or I've had somebody. But you have
0: to you you have to keep that yeah, run going so that you it. can keep your streak going. Right.
1: Huh? And I don't uh, if I have to tie my shoe, uh, I'll either ignore it or I'll. Uh, Uh, restart the whole mile oh wow yeah so but i've done three miles for the past i don't know since june or so every day but for the almost five years is at least a mile a day usually more
0: that's awesome but i i I think i could run 50 feet (laughs) maybe how far is it from my bed to my bathroom yeah 50 feet feet.
1: (laughs) is your bathroom not in your bedroom no
0: it's downstairs (laughs) i mean i've i've gone to the bathroom in my bedroom but
1: (laughs) well needs sometimes
0: that happens (laughs) It's like no. I passed I passed a kidney stone about oh two God. years ago. Nine millimeters. Nine? I, I peed Jeez. out a bullet.
1: You basically had a baby.
0: Yeah. And and uh, for two months, I, I literally I, I wet the bed oh my God. and I, I had to wear the pens because I, I was leaking. Jeez. It, it took two months before my muscles could
1: And you've you've healed now Yeah,
0: yeah wow. And I, I would not recommend kidney stones to anybody But I would curse them on at least three people On
1: th- At least three, <laughs> yeah. fair enough it's
0: Three people Damn. I know that I want to have That big one <laughs> I have a picture of that one next to a dime And it's scary
1: Oh, did they let you keep it?
0: Well, I I passed it at home and fished it out oh. of the toilet and was like,
1: "Oh my God! <laughs> Look at this monster! Yeah. What have you done to me, you poor thing!"
0: Yeah, and I, and and the 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 worst part about it is I I love broccoli and cheddar cheese. Soup or whatever you want to call it.
1: Oh my God, Veg! You can't say that on the show called Vegetable Soup. I love it. You love a competing soup.
0: And and, <laughs> the the doctor told me that I can no longer eat broccoli, cauliflower, or Brussels sprouts, and those are three of my favorite oh, foods because just, because just the, cheddar. Because yeah, I can eat all the cheese I want. <laughs> Woo! So there cheddar soup. Wait, isn't but that ke- isn't that keto? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look at
1: you! You're fashionable. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're hip. So yeah. That's uh, okay, yeah, yeah, and and so the, I guess there's some kind of the vitamin K or something in there that that was creating my kidney stone for me.
1: Oh, wow! And, and like, you ah. haven't had one since? Haven't
0: had one since. Well, good. Yeah. So.
1: What about gout?
0: I have not had gout. You
1: haven't had gout. No. I know. Have food. you? I have not had gout. Okay. But I know that. Of How
0: food. do you run with gout? <laughs> very carefully.
1: I think you don't. <laughs> I hear it's very painful, but I know certain foods affect it.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, fatty, rich foods. Yeah. yeah so. All right, well, let's, uh, let's turn the page here back to comedy. All right. You like British comedy. I do. I love British comedy. I love comedy. British comedy. That's awesome. And, uh, That's I mean, an
2: unpopular opinion.
0: I, I love <laughs> I love Red Dwarf. I love Alo, Alo. I love Are You Being Served? I love Faulty Towers. Uh, All fantastic Yeah, shows. I mean, what's, what's another one you have on here? As Time Goes By. As Time by. Goes By. I used oh, to watch yeah. that religiously. It's, it's beautiful. So what, what draws you to British comedy?
1: Um, I think, you know, uh, I was just born around it. My family liked to watch it. I used to go to work with my parents, and I would be, they would had a, uh, would have a long drive. And on the drive, we would listen to um, Monty Python. Okay. And we just had a cassette, and I would have that thing basically memorized. Yeah. Listen to it every day. And I, then I moved on to Are You Being Served? Okay. And uh, Are You Being Served was on PBS, I think, on Saturday nights or Friday nights. And that was like my favorite night of the week because I <laughs> loved that show. Just I don't know why I love to show about a bunch of people in a working de- at a department, a department store. store. <laughs> but oh, my goodness, it's glorious. I still watch it now. Um, and I met one of the characters, John Inman, Mr. Awesome. Humphreys. Awesome. Yeah. There's a picture of me in a beautiful silk shirt. Being about seven years old. Yeah. With my arm around Mr. Humphreys. And he was, he was delightful. He was wonderful. I was, I was so happy.
0: I got to meet uh, uh, Lister and Crichton from Red Dwarf. That's so cool. My girlfriend and I were at a uh, the fundraiser where you do the, the telethon for PBS. Telethons! And yes. uh, I was dressed like a, a, a grunge hippie, and my girlfriend was just <laughs> sparkling. And they're they're like gravitating towards her, away from me.
2: Oh, I bet <laughs> it was yeah.
0: fantastic, though.
2: Oh man,
0: I was I was just hoping that the cat would be there, Danny John-Jules, because he's he's, <laughs> I think he's my favorite he's character favorite. on that show.
1: Oh man, I, I loved all of those shows. I still, I still love uh, Are You Being Served? And as time goes by, I I'll frequently I'll make it to the end. There's like ten seasons, I think. Of, yeah. As time goes by. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll just cycle back through and start at the beginning. Uh, there's something wonderful about two people that fell in love when they were ba- basically babies, you know, 17, uh-huh. 18, 19, and then they lose each other for a long time.
0: Through war, yeah.
1: Through war, and then when, when the man comes back, he decides to take her daughter out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't really talk about that ever again. No. <laughs> He marries the mom you know and uh judy dench is in it and she's wonderful yeah it's a yeah. great show
0: so what uh what other british comedy things do you like i see you got some podcasts that you like that I, are-
1: yeah i love a lot of I, a lot of podcasts a lot of um panel shows uh a panel show. We don't really do them as much here. I think we're starting I don't to get think into it. We do it. them at all here. There's a couple of them, um, but not as much as they they do them over there. And basically, they'll have some comedians, maybe like a a newscaster or some sort of expert. Yeah. And they sit on a panel, and they'll, but they'll basically be teams, and they'll ask them questions, or they'll have to play some sort of
0: game. You know what I don't understand about those panel shows? is how the point systems work, the, especially oh. on QI. I'm like, <laughs> oh, QI, how, how yes. are you making these points oh,
1: work? Oh, well, but on the, QI, no one's allowed to know.
0: The thing I love about QI is that the audience can win.
1: The audience can, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the audience can lose, oh, actually, yeah. and the audience oh, yeah. lose. But for the most part, the the audience is the biggest winner. Of that QI is amazing. Stephen Fry, Standy Talksvig,
0: yeah,
1: uh, who took over from him a few years ago. Yep. It's so good, and the thing about QI is they will reference their earlier episodes. Oh yeah, and they'll say, okay, basically, even though we said that that was a fact, it's no longer a fact. Facts have a shelf life because we figure something else. Yeah, we
0: we, oh. we learn new evidence and yeah. stuff like that. We were wrong. Change. Yeah,
1: yeah, I love QI. I think
0: my favorite, my favorite thing about QI is how they mess with. Uh, Oh, oh, Alan! Alan about the blue whale blue thing, whale. Yeah. <laughs> and and the fact that they brought up that there's not just one moon going around here.
1: Yeah, there's not one moon. Yeah,
0: isn't that crazy?
1: Because I always used to say, "Oh, look, we're all looking at the same moon." Not true. No. But who knows? <laughs> ten years from now, they may come back and go, "No, actually, there's only half a moon." It's <laughs> the, moon the reason there's a
0: dark side is because it's not there. It's
1: not there. It's gone. <laughs> it disappeared. Yeah, I love panel shows. One of my favorites is uh, 8 out of 10 Cats does Countdown. Yep. So Countdown is its own show in itself. It's a a show that's been on.
0: It's a legitimate show.
1: Legitimate show that's been on British TV for years. And it's.
0: Like 40. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it's for smart people. Right.
0: Uh, That's why I don't watch it.
1: they (laughs) (laughs) They do math problems and they do anagrams. Right. And they have, they, in the, what's funny about, uh countdown is you you win the show and you can be on it for several episodes and the biggest thing you win i believe is a teapot it's a it's not money are, it's are a, you talking
0: about eight out of ten cats not countdown? eight out
1: the regular countdown. oh oh okay the regular countdown you just won I've, a teapot. I've never
0: watched the regular countdown i've only watched uh, uh jimmy carr
1: and in the early days of eight out of ten cats does countdown they used to give just teapots teapot, out as yeah. well now they give out like crazy ridiculous prizes. things like unicycles <laughs> yeah. and hot tubs and, and skateboard things like that. and yeah.
0: scuba diving gear <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> stuff they'll never use right yeah um, i
0: often wonder if they actually give that away or if it's just a, a, a prize
1: i would love it if they did but then the team captains would end up with it in their house right? their houses would just yeah, be john's full house of, would be full it'd be full of stuff <laughs> his yeah. wife would
0: be like get rid of that
2: yeah
1: they did an episode for Christmas where it was him and his wife. Oh, oh, really? that was a good one. Yeah, I love that. But 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown is awesome. Jimmy Carr is amazing. Um, he's an amazing host. Uh, but that is so good because you're there trying to figure out the math problems. And I can't imagine being uh, having the pressure of being on the show and having to figure right? that out. Even at home, I'm like, yeah, I can't. Yeah,
0: me and my girlfriend are like... Do you got it? Do you got it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no. No, I'm 40 hundred away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love that. I love Mock the Week. Mock the Week um, has really sh- uh, evolved over the years. It used to be much more aggressive. Really? Because um, I've, I've know,
0: just started watching Mock the Week.
1: Really good. Do you know who Frankie Boyle is? Frankie Boyle is a Scottish comedian. He used to be on Mock the Week. And uh, they have sort of divide up the years of... Uh, of mock the week based on when he was on, basically he's really uh, outspoken and he's funny. Was he the
0: host or just a, no, on the panel? he was on the panel. Okay, because the who's the host?
1: The host is Dara O'Brien Right. Yeah, he's. Uh, he, Has he always been the host? Always have okay, been the host. Okay. Him and Hugh, the another uh, panelists, have never missed an episode. Okay. So they've been on, I don't know, ten years maybe. Really. I, it's it's been a while. Wow. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because
0: like I said, I just started watching it and and I Netflix. Yeah. So, or, or excuse me, YouTube. I YouTube that, and so like I'll fall asleep to watching Mock the Week. Yeah, that's great. Episode after episode, and it's
1: it's so good. Milton Jones is on there, who's a one-liner comedian. Okay. And anytime he's on there, it's always an awesome show. This the things that he comes out with. He's such a good balance. But <laughs> excuse me. So Mock the Week, they talk about what the things that have happened during during that week. The obviously. Newsweek. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it just it's great. They've, they've brought on a whole new slew of just different comedians and different perspectives and that's it, fun to, to see. But, yeah, I like that. Those are both on TV. But as far as podcasts, uh, a podcast panel show I like, um, one of my favorites is called Do the Right Thing. Okay. Do the Right Thing has been on for a few years and it features uh, uh, Northern Irish comedian Michael Legg okay. who is hilarious. He is... Angry and a vegan, and uh, just—he's angry
0: because he's vegan. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: I resemble that. Hey, I tried—I tried (laughs) to do veganism for a couple months, and it made me mad.
1: Did (laughs) there? You go. Yeah, he's so funny. He's amazing. It has Danielle Ward, who is an amazing writer. Most of the shows you see on British TV, she's had some sort of hand in the comedy shows. And it has Margaret Caborn Smith, who is a—she's an actress and she's great, super funny. They're all really funny. And they, they basically, uh, Danielle hosts it, and they will ask the panel different questions, of, like, what what would you do in this situation? Um, you know, what's, and they'll take questions from advice columns, through, some from the United States, some from the UK. Like Dear Abby? Like Dear Abby, okay. Dear Prudence, any of those. <laughs> <And> the, <laughs> that's a real one. Is it, it really? It is. Yeah, it's not just a Beatles song. Oh, man. Yeah. So they'll take uh, questions and then they'll have the panel try to answer it. And whoever got the closest to what the actual advice is, um, you know, they win the points. So okay. It's a little more clear than QI. Okay. Um, and then they'll have... Yeah, a, or,
0: or the 8 out of 10 or cats. Or 8 out of
1: 10 cats. Yeah. Sometimes they throw in an extra couple points and 8 out of 10 cats. Um, but yeah, they'll, they'll have experts come on and they'll talk about something in their field and they'll get to ask them questions. Okay. They had a bomb disposal expert on. Really? At one point, yeah. And they've given advice about what to do in earthquakes and what to do. It uh, just—it's. I love it. I love every time it comes on. So that's super funny. Um, That's a panel show. Uh, Let's see. What else do I like? I like uh, the Adam Buxton podcast.
0: Never heard of that one.
1: Adam Buxton was on the radio uh, in the UK for years. He does uh, TV shows and things like that. He's very funny and he interviews people.
0: Okay. Um,
1: It's basically him going, he'll take his dog for a walk and, uh, you know, talk about the person he interviewed and he'll interview big names. And it's always good. He is amazing. He is absolutely, he can create advertisements that you will want to listen to.
0: Oh, yeah? He,
1: yeah. I mean, he advertises for things and writes his own music and it's just beyond belief the production value that this one guy, uh, and I think he has people that help him, but I know he's got to be writing some of this stuff too. He's it, so funny. It's That's amazing. Fantastic. I'll
0: have to check that one out.
1: He's really good.
0: And so what's with the, the Richard Herring? That's another one I hadn't heard yeah, of. Yeah, uh, Rahalistipa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which stands for Richard Herring's Leicester uh, Lester Theatre Square Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. <laughs> That's more than a mouthful. <laughs> there we go. Got it out. Um, and Richard Herring is a comedian and a podcaster, and he also interviews other comedians, and he just does it in such a funny way. Okay. And he tours, and he's got got—he's been a comedian forever. Um, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's really good.
0: All right, uh, well, uh, uh, do you mind if we take a break? Take a break. <laughs> Let's <laughs> have throw, some throw soup. Throw on that, uh, that, that awesome version of Hurt. This is probably uh, the best version of "Hurt." I want to argue that in the world,
2: I like both versions. Vir, I like both versions while they're both. being sacrificed. <laughs> John, Johnny Cash's virgins. version is the
0: best. Just like it
2: is, but I, I don't know. I come to like the original as well for what they for what they both
0: are. Well, he did it. He did a uh, an album of covers, and uh, he. Uh, Oh, what the, was that? You that, that was me.
2: <laughs> I think that was Johnny Cash. <laughs> that was
0: Johnny Cash calling He's me, here. going, Thank you. Yes, that is a great version. What, what's the Soundgarden <laughs> song that he did? Uh, Rusty Cage. Rusty, Rusty, Cage. Oh, His okay. version of Rusty, Rusty Cage I, is the only one that isn't better, but it is definitely as good as the original. But they're both really but good. But throw Hurt on there. I'm gonna go, uh. Use the little boys' room Uh I'm going to run my 50 feet Good luck (laughs) All right, let's do it And we'll be back And we'll talk some more With Ashley Goodemuth.
2: Thank you I hurt myself today To see if I still feel Everything What have I become My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the year, And you could have it all
0: Welcome back to Vegetable Soup. We're here with Ashley Goodermuth, and we're talking about all kinds of things that interest us, and hopefully, they're interesting to you. I'd like to turn it to uh, to music. You say you're a big Beatles fan, huh?
1: I am a big Beatles fan. I have how
0: big of a Beatles fan are you? Because you're not that tall.
1: Uh, well, thanks for calling me out. <laughs> Everybody here thought I was seven feet. But, uh, how big of a hey? Seven
0: feet's not that tall. Is it not? No, the Eiffel Tower is over 200 feet.
1: Oh, you know, that's a good point. But I don't really have a need to put anything on top of the Eiffel Tower
2: right
1: now. uh, But how big of a Beatles fan am I? Well, I'll put it in this type of perspective. When I was a teenager, I thought that eventually I would marry Paul McCartney. (laughs) So that's how big. Uh, Pretty big. Uh, So... As a teenager, so you're
0: like, look out, Linda.
1: Look at Linda. Oh, <laughs> Linda, his first love. <laughs> you know, he's he's never been able to eat meat again. You know, okay. He does uh, meat-free Mondays. Yeah, have you seen his uh, his rap about meat-free Mondays? No, I have not. Oh, it's it's powerful. Uh, it did not influence me to not eat meat on Mondays, but maybe it did for others. But so uh, really into the Beatles. I've, okay, I've seen Paul McCartney uh, two times in concert. Sweet, who is amazing. He does three hour.
0: And it's a fantastic show. I've seen him a few times fantastic. myself.
1: Fantastic. His band is amazing. No. He doesn't take breaks. No. Nope. Um, just brilliant, a non-stop touring schedule for that guy. Uh, and I've seen Ringo as well, who's awesome. I think he has, it's called the All-Star, yep. star Same band. Yeah, Ringo's and he, All-Stars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to, I think that I liked the Monkees before yeah. I liked the Beatles. Okay. I think that I was much younger. I remember being uh, really young and watching the Monkees. I liked the TV show, and my parents had a, an actual record.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, so I used to listen to them, and I've seen them as well. Have you? Yeah, I saw them at a uh, Pennsylvania State Fair.
0: That's awesome. Now that, that
1: just came to me. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Because, but the the Beatles didn't have a variety show like that. But they did they did a couple of movies.
1: Oh yeah, they did
0: movies. Now at, at, I wonder I wonder if they would have had a variety show, would they have been even huger? Because because the Monkees had that variety show, but they didn't really reach. Beatles level success.
1: Right. Yeah, it was hard for them because they they were musicians in their own right, especially, you know, like Mike Nesmith and Peter Tork to have that stripped away from them. You know, occasionally they were able to do some of their own songs. But yeah, that must have been hard. Um, I love that show. But yeah, the the Beatles movies. I used to come home from school every day and watch a hard day's night. Yeah. To the point where I could put myself to sleep because I knew every word <laughs> of the film. <laughs> I I could take it just completely and do the whole thing. I love that movie. It's so. But if I watch it now, I feel it's so weird. Yeah. Like there's, have you seen it?
0: I I I've seen it like twice, but it yeah. was it's way weird. back.
1: There's a there's a, a lot to it. Um,
0: and I'm 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 the kind of guy where The Yellow Submarine was my favorite movie yellow because. Submarine. Because yeah. I'm into the cartoon mm-hmm. weirdness of of non-reality.
1: I like Yellow Submarine. I like that album. I I like. I don't know what really pushed me into the Beatles, but I became just absolutely obsessed. I had a 12-string uh, Rickenbacker. Yeah. This uh, nearly the same that George Harrison played. Okay. Uh, mine was a 360. Red, uh, beautiful. I love. I, I don't know if you've ever played a Rickenbacker. I have. The Have you? Uh, they're played- garbage. No, I'm Ugh. kidding.
0: They're great guitars.
1: Now, you back up. <laughs> I'm about to get killed, veg. Uh, the neck. The neck on a 12-string Rickenbacker is basically smaller than a 6-string. Right. It's uh, obviously a pain to restring, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's so neat to be able to play a 12-string, which normally gives your fingers quite the workout. Oh, yeah. Uh, where it just doesn't. Um so, love Especially that. Especially when you're
0: trying to individual note some of the higher yeah. recordings. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: So, love that. Loved um, just all the variety of. I used to go into guitar shops just to find the guitars that they played to try to kind of recreate the songs. And some of them, I think, is it a Hummingbird, Epiphone Hummingbird? I can't, I can't remember now. But it was one that John Lennon played that I wanted to buy. I really liked how it sounded, but it was so much bigger than me. I couldn't get my, <laughs> right? my arm around it.
0: The, the, the body of that thing is just humongous.
1: Massive, yeah. Love that. I wanted to get a, a bass like you know the violin
2: bass. Yeah, like the, the viola with. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Never did. I, I didn't like
0: the, the, that bass because it was so small. It yeah, just, it just looks tiny, tiny to it? me. It's like, yeah. but maybe it's Paul like McCartney
1: could be <laughs> playing a mandolin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really like the Beatles. Uh, um, just
0: what's your favorite album?
1: My favorite album is Revolver. Uh, I feel like it flows really well. I like the song. I like Doctor Robert. Uh, uh, Andrew Bird can sing. I think I just think the whole album's great. Okay. Uh, I like all of. Pretty much all of the Beatles songs. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some. There's, obscure there's not ones. a bad
0: song on. It's 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 like you put the needle anywhere on the record and it's yeah. just like that's eh, a good song. And good song.
1: records, I I went, I used to go and buy the vinyls because they sound better. Yeah, absolutely. So just
0: like that live feel. Yeah, that little scratch of the needle.
1: Well, I tell you what though, it's not what the downside to vinyl is because we're so used to uh, just having to. Play something on repeat. You got to flip it, right? Right. So you can't just lay there and and uh, just you know keep listening to the same thing over and over again. Mm. You got to get you up. Hear that little. And you're like ah. <laughs> next time, <side." laughs> okay. And if you're listening to the White Album, you got to do that like seventeen Three times. times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the White Album is probably my favorite Beatles album because of the variety of songs on so, it. The, the, yeah. So the, the, yeah, the changes in musical tone, the, 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 the lyrical structures of some of those songs. And then the the fact that they let, they let Ringo sing two of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he got two. Well, he, he normally only gets one per album, right? right? But this one, they figure we're doing a double. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you can have two, Ringo. You got this. I was such a big Beatles fan as a teenager. I used to watch Ringo's movies. Yeah? I had Ringo's vinyl and his movies. I think that's pretty deep. That's a deep cut. That's somebody that... <laughs>
0: that's deeper than me. Oh. I, I, I didn't even... Uh... Think uh, we would mention Ringo's movies? Yeah,
1: Ringo and John had a movie too. How I Won the War. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Watch that. I used to have like specialty VHSs of all of those. Um, and it's amazing that my parents didn't think to put me in some sort of therapy. You know, at that point, <laughs> you're like, what is this person doing? It's it's the it's the early 2000s. Why why is our daughter so obsessed with these? <laughs> Guys that are now in their seventies. So, so what about
0: the conspiracy that Paul McCartney died in a car crash and was replaced?
1: You know, there's a lot of people that do believe that. I,
0: I know. I, I I've seen the the movie and the podcast and the and the, all the stuff, and I even watched the uh, uh, George Harrison. Uh, one where he's just like, yeah, he's not. Oh, he's, he's not he's around gone.
1: anymore. <laughs> I bet Paul was like, George, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Come on, man. I've been trying to shake this it's off. It's me! Even Paul's wife is like, are you? Is it true? Is yeah, it you? <laughs> right? Let me check your birth we're,
0: Yeah, we're DNA testing you now.
1: Um, yeah, I, I do still think it's the same Paul. Mostly because I, I believe, you know, we... We can talk about conspiracy theories, but in order to talk about conspiracy theories, you have to believe in people's abilities. Right. right. You have to believe that somebody thought through that enough to think, let's lay these subtle hints. Let's take off his shoes. Let's, let's do, do all these things. Um, I just The don't,
0: lookalike contest. Uh, the
1: lookalike, yeah. I don't think that anyone is that capable to create such a robust...
0: Well, uh, apparently they are because there was a movie
1: okay, I'll, I'll move, for there, you know what I didn't know ben, that there was a movie there mu- that must be true then well it must be t- <laughs>
0: I don't know that it's true well, it's true there's a movie <laughs> but i i i I've never met Paul McCartney in person in the sixties to to compare him to to the now Paul point. McCartney to say, you are not the same person Because i've I've met Ozzy twice oh, and then man. I've met his stand in five times, and I'm just like. When he's walking through the crowd, it's like, oh, that's not Ozzy. That's not Ozzy. And everyone's just like,
2: it's Ozzy. What was Ozzy like?
0: Ozzy's, uh, US uh, US <laughs> uh and, and if I had the chance, I would have walked right past him and, and shook Sharon's hand, please manage my band, you know, mm. but she wasn't there. Yeah, what
1: there. a power team. Yeah.
0: But yeah, he was, he was great to talk to and he was very supportive of, of all the music I was trying that's to, nice. to relate to people, but. Yeah, he's, I mean he's a good guy.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean I like Ozzy too. And he's working
0: with Elton John now. Oh, well, man. at least he, he collaborated with him for a song or two, and that's that
1: that's should be fun. Stuff. Yeah. Do you remember when Eminem and Elton John did a thing?
0: No. That
1: was they did what? It, yeah, oh, yeah. Was it at the Grammys? They both came out and did a song together. I remember watching just like taping putting a VCA uh, BC, VCS. I can't. It's such outdated. I put uh, a Betamax in. I <laughs> put a Betamax in. I went. By, I traveled back before I was born. It's the, the technology is so outdated now. I can't even say it. Uh, so I put in uh, in my VCR to record that because I was like, this is going to be a moment that's going to change everything, and it was so cool. Elton John and uh, Eminem. And M- Eminem together. Yeah, that was neat. I, I mean, both. I, I like both their music, but. Yeah, really into the Beatles, into the Beatles too, pretty deep. Um,
0: so, uh, what's what's your what's your array of music that you like to listen to?
1: Um, yeah, I like Eric Clapton. I like Bob Dylan stuff. Um, I like a lot of folk things. There's a guy uh, Wesley Stace.
0: So all this metal in the background, you're just like, come on,
1: oh, man. <laughs> I like it all. Metal is amazing because. Of the how talented the people are that play it, I could ne- I could never yeah, do that. I,
0: I like everything from Abba to Zappa, it's <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's just <laughs> I, and and uh, I'll, I'll listen to and I, I even I even have a Spanish radio station on my yeah. on my selector on my car, just because every once in a while I get tired of listening to the same Absolutely. fifteen songs on repeat here, so I go there and it's just like, but what I did notice was. They have the same songs on repeat as well. <laughs> I'm just like, man. Start to learn them. But wait, now I can learn some more Spanish that's, as opposed uh, to the go. aggressive stuff that I know for work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great idea, and I think it helps your ear, too. I think so. To, to hear different, you know, intervals and things like that. It
0: yeah. definitely influences how I write. That's to listen to, to a, a, such a large array, a large spectrum of different genres. Yeah,
1: I. I, I I which which my that.
0: bands hated because I'm like, well, we got a couple rock songs. Let's write some blues. No. Let, let's, let's try a rap song. What? Oh, try something Who new? raps? Don't <laughs> <some> do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm MC Escher and no one is Fresher. Oh
1: my. Well, okay. So if, if that's what you're going to do, then yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, no don't do that. Don't do that. I've don't never that. done that live. <laughs> um, yeah, I... Uh, I love all that kind of stuff and just being able to see... I, I was in a little uh, covers band for for a while. Oh, yeah? And um, it's neat because people would just bring the songs that they liked and we try to learn them. Yeah? And uh, a lot of it was, you know, stuff that we thought the audience would have heard before. Every once in a while we try to stick in something obscure, but it's a lot of, you know, like House of the Rising Sun okay. things like that. People. Oh, real
0: music! All right. Yes. Yeah, because I was in a tribute band for a while called Soul Stripper, which was ACDC. dc Oh, cool! And it was it was a ama- main I liked ACDC, and when I got to, to play with that band, I didn't realize how how structured their music actually was. I was like, oh, it's just rock and roll, but it's not. They they uh, uh, Malcolm and Angus would would write their their chords together so that when they when they actually played at the same time it was a it was a, a huger sound oh, that wow. just boom boom and and uh, Malcolm would use heavy gauge strings to get that just oh, yeah. grand feel to it Tiring where, up his where Angus yeah where Angus is using like Basically, nothing. The the smallest gauge he could. Yeah. I, I remember my favorite interviews with Malcolm going. I tried to play Angus's guitar one time. It's just like, how can you even? what is it get this out of my hands? It's just <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> so it's, it's,
1: that is a big change, isn't it? You yeah. Can, you can feel when those gauges, especially if you're going from such an extreme. Oh yeah,
0: because I uh, I used to play uh, bass pretty religiously and. I liked, I would buy, I would buy a, a six string set and put the bottom four on and just throw away the top two. Yeah. And then when I go to a music store to try out a new bass, it's just like, what are these little strings on here? What is what this? Is string this? with a guitar string? What are you doing? <laughs> I can't even play this, man.
1: I switched to uh, Elixir NanoWebs, yeah. uh, which have like a coating on them okay. for guitar. And uh, it's really nice. And so when you go to play somebody else's, you're like, oh, <laughs> what's going on? Are these rusty? Yeah. What's?
0: <laughs> you ever restring this thing? What are, you, what are you doing?
1: This can't be me, can it? Uh, yeah. I love guitar. I've played guitar for a long time.
0: Yeah? But. Uh, How long?
1: Oh, since I was little. i 20 some years. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I'm not good, Veg. Not good. I, 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 I've
0: played bass for thirty <laughs> years and I'm okay.
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I'm okay. I, I, I rhythm. I can play rhythm guitar yeah. basically. Yeah. i uh, love to be able to play lead, and I've worked hard at trying to learn it and trying to figure out how to improvise. And I think that it just it just takes a long time.
0: It does, and you got to pay for classes because mm-hmm. I can play rhythm guitar. Basically bar chords, a couple of couple yeah. of different notes here and there, but I cannot play lead to save my life. Yeah, and play I, I and I prefer bass more just because it's 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 not as uh, finessive as as a guitar. You can be a little bit more lax. you can yeah. you can kind of breathe more.
1: Do you still stick in like a pentatonic box on bass, or
0: it depends on on what I'm playing and who I'm playing with. because. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, sometimes they just want four four. Sometimes they want seven eight. Sometimes they they want crazy stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: But I haven't I haven't I actually haven't played in a couple years with a band, so I'm just no, like you yeah, should I'm get back out, out there. of practice.
1: Do you like Pink Floyd?
0: I love Pink Floyd.
1: <laughs> what uh, time signature is Money in? It's in like it's
0: it's in three time signatures. It's crazy. Or no. No, it's in two time signatures. I think it's uh, four four during this during the, the the main body of the song, and the leads in three four. I it's,
1: think it's like sixteen something. It's like sixteen eighths or something with the, ca- the you know the way that they have the cash register mm-hmm. coming. Uh, ah, that, that's such a cool song. Yeah, it's, it was used as an example once in one of my books, I think, for just crazy time
0: signatures. Yeah, those guys seven? are. I can't seven. remember. Yeah, maybe it's seven eight and then something else because yeah. because the yeah the beginning with the cash register is one time signature the the body of the song is another the lead is another and then the the second body of the song is yet another those, so- but those guys were fantastic as far as musical structure oh, and, yeah. and composition absolutely to go and from Sid something- Barrett was was amazing until he actually went completely crazy yeah. and, but even then it's just like,
1: yeah, you go from something like... Uh, wish See Emily
0: play to Wish You Were wish Here. Wish You Were
1: Here, yeah. which Yeah, we used to cover that, at, uh, you know. Really? Obviously didn't do Ooh. it justice. <laughs> um, but it was a song that people wanted to hear. Yeah, I really I like that song. I like a lot of their music. I mean, all of their music's great, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Really like the Eagles. Do you? Uh, yeah, I like the... You know, uh, I like... Uh, um, God, they were a huge band. The Eagles were much bigger than you I... You know,
0: I liked the Eagles when they were Linda Ronstadt's backing band.
1: <laughs> You're like, when they knew their place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when they started trying to do that country rock, I wasn't quite ready for it, so I was just like, ah, uh, but you I know. But then I, then, then I started liking it, Hotel California and yeah. stuff like that. It's very long.
1: Yeah. It's a very long song. Um, what, yeah.
0: What kind of modern stuff do you like?
1: Modern stuff, you know. I, I'm not hip with the kids. Veg.
0: I am not either. I mean, <laughs> you ask me what kind of modern music you like. Well, I liked uh, "Kill 'Em All" by Metallica. There's <laughs> that's 30 years old. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's hard. You know, I've actually been I've been trying to get into uh, newer things. There's a, a British comedian who wrote a book called "Perfect Sound Whatever." Okay. And his name's James Acaster. Okay. He's very funny. So in this book, he talks about how 2016 was the best year for music ever. Really? And he says that uh, based on uh, things that happened in 2015 and uh, just when the music was released and the the artists that had to release at a certain time of year and, and things like that. Um, but basically the whole book just outlines different music that he loved and um, he talks about, uh, I think that was the year that Beyonce came out with um was it uh the the album because j- there was you know the issues with lemonade lemonade yeah
2: ah. that was tw- yes 2016, 2016 yeah.
0: thank you researcher trevor <laughs> thank
2: you i no i just i have you know that i have a lot of random music knowledge i can i can tell you when beyonce released um, lemonade and I can tell you when Celtic Frost released their live album
0: Celtic Frost <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while but see I I, I forget everything I have no knowledge of anything I, I, I'm I lucky I can remember my jokes and how to play music I don't even remember coming here this morning you only got two that's, things that's how yeah. that's how brain dead I am
1: but that's got me listening to uh, just that idea that you know there was a, a year that had a r- lot of really cool music in, in it it um, and uh, so it's a really neat book. But yeah, I've been trying to branch out. It's hard to branch out because a lot of the music you listen to, you've listened to maybe over and over again. You've you you've heard the nuance in it, you know, you feel like you've picked up on things that other people may not get. Right. You know, sorta of like with comedy, you know, somebody you can listen to the same thing ten times and on the eleventh go, Oh, there's another joke in there yeah. that was super clever.
0: Well, I I mean and I guess music is generational because there's there there's good and then there's copy and then there's good and then there's copy and yeah. there's good and then there's copy mm-hmm. so you kind of got to when you're on that leading edge before before the copycats come out then yeah. I then I guess that's where you'd call it because I mean the 60s had the good music 70s had good music 80s and then 90s and so I'm sure yeah it's, it's semi-generational yeah,
1: There's got to be something going yeah you know my um, before I loved the Beatles i love
0: what before sacrilege (laughs)
1: before i before i even really knew about them my favorite uh person was weird al oh yeah absolutely loved weird al and talking about you know making parodies and things like that i was i've seen weird al in concert as well me too have you seen him
0: i've seen spinal tap nice and uh metal (laughs) weird
1: al Still comes out. He comes out in the fat suit. He come. He does the. Uh, he's in his fifties and he can do splits. But he's, he's amazing. He uh yeah I love Love Weird Out, Al. had all of his stuff. We used to watch UH, UHF mm-hmm. his his movie yeah, yeah. and his uh he had a Saturday the morning TV show, TV yeah. show, <laughs> Harvey the Wonder Hamster. Yes. <laughs> that brings me back.
0: Yeah, he's the one that got me into writing Twisted Tunes. Oh, cool. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, I really love Weird Al and he still he just what was his his deal was he signed the longest recording contract. It was longer than... It was like 10 albums. Oh, really? And so he, he was locked into that. And um, he just recently finished, you know, after all finished these years...
0: Finished that 10-album cavalcade?
1: Yeah, however many albums it was, and uh, got, got out of that contract, and now he can sort of do whatever he wants. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it, all of his stuff is so good, you know? And that's probably how I might know more songs that are uh, current... Or, or because, sub, he, because he copied, he would he would them. Parody,
0: parody them, yeah. and, and so you'd be like, What is that song he's parodying? Because he did really funny parody. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's Michael Jackson. What? Yeah, yeah so stuff like that. He yeah. did
1: uh, um, party, <laughs> he did Party in the CIA, which was a parody of Miley Cyrus's party in the usa okay um which i had never listened to before but then weird Al did this version and you're like oh that's a great song <laughs> and
0: then you listen to miley cyrus and go oh weird owls is we- a great We're song
1: da- <laughs> yeah really like oh, i love weird Al. really liked him oh my god yeah he's so good every uh Every, every album he's done from, you know, just to do a song about Jurassic Park. He's got great songs about Christmas. Yeah. You know, he's he's versatile.
0: I think he's got the only songs about Christmas that I like because oh, I man. hate Christmas music.
1: The Night Santa True. Went Crazy is a great song. that, And it's long, too. It's awesome. I, and he does his polkas. Oh, yeah. If, polka at 45?
0: He must. He's I, got to.
1: Every, it was the, sort of like how Ringo got to sing on every song. Weird Al got one polka on every <laughs> 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 album. <laughs> every yeah. album. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It just uh, I, I loved his stuff. And, you know, most of it's food-based. And then I think he got kind of criticized for that, so he tried to steer away from his food-based stuff. Yeah, but
2: <clears throat> yeah
0: love Weird Al. How much time we got left? We're ranging. We're getting into the five minute mark. Oh only my five goodness! Minutes left. Oh my goodness! Inching there. So, anything you want to talk about? We got five minutes.
1: We got five minutes. You know, you. We've been talking about comedy. I really like doing comedy in the, uh, you know, Pacific Northwest. I think it's been awesome. Where I, else have you done comedy? Uh, not, not many other places. Uh, I moved here a year ago and really tried to ingratiate myself as much as po- I try to do comedy as absolutely as much as possible because you said I,
0: you wrote before but never performed yeah
1: I didn't have I was trying to find open mics where, where I lived uh, where was that uh, so I've lived in a lot of different places but um, uh, Delaware was the last place okay and and Delaware there there wasn't okay. Delaware's kind of a beach beach heavy state okay you know um, so a lot of the stuff is you know, happens in the summer um
0: And so you come here.
1: So I come here, yep, and uh, start doing uh, shows and things like that as often as possible. I trained to to do voiceover acting. Okay. And uh, my idea was to be able to do comedy voiceovers and then to be able to do stand-up as soon as I I could. So uh, I wrote. And when you write and when you're not performing, things don't really you know you don't really you have to try them out you know otherwise you just have a million premises right um, so
0: that sounds familiar
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> so I've just been trying to hammer all those out and I really love it I've loved stand-up comedy my whole life I, do you know who Eddie Izzard is yeah
0: Eddie, yeah. I loved
1: Eddie Azar. I saw him when he came to Seattle.
0: Cross-dressing comedian.
1: He's, uh, yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> he wears what he wants, and I've I support only seen that. him in a
0: dress twice, so I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you should absolutely. I love. He's so funny, and when he came to Seattle, he's just so good. His philosophy, as I understand it, is I will wear and do what I want to do, and I absolutely support that. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I've written for years. I've, uh, performed in variety of other aspects, you know, in music and in voiceovers, um, doing stuff like that. I've always been interested in acting, you know, just entertainment in general. Do so. you,
0: do you do a, a lot of voiceover work?
1: <laughs> I've done some things. Um, I'm setting up my studio in my house now. So, okay. um, I have a demo, you know, tried to get that out there, but right on. Yeah. it's a lot of fun. I, uh, I like comedy voiceovers the most, you know, it's comedy, everything. It's right, right. It's my life obsession, I guess.
0: It's starting to be mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. It's a good obsession. We're,
0: we're here with Ashley Gudermuth and you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, at Comedy Clubs all over the Pacific Northwest. You produce a few shows, and you're going to be doing a few shows. You uh, want to you want to talk about those? Uh,
1: yes, I. Uh, so my Instagram is um and same as Twitter. Please come check out my uh, videos on there. Uh, my upcoming shows: I've got uh, January seventeenth and eighteenth. I'll be at Club Comedy for their All Star Showcase. That's up in Seattle. Um, February fourteenth, I'll be at the Palace Theater and Art Bar uh, for a show called Cupid's Rejects. Uh, that's in Seattle. It starts at ten thirty. Uh, but that same night, I will be at Bad Jimmy's Brewing in uh, Ballard. I'm um, hosting a show up there. Uh, so February 14th, Valentine's Day. All know, right. That's gonna be my night. But uh, yeah. see, that's
0: how much I love comedy. That's how much I'm I love. Do it. it on Valentine's Day
1: <laughs> twice. Awesome. <laughs> well,
0: thank you for coming to my show. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: Vegetable soup. Enjoyed your entire, entire time here. It was fantastic. You're so knowledgeable, and you remember so many people's names. I did not know any <laughs> of that stuff. The outro. Uh, I'm. You're looking for it. You can't no, find it. No, you you still got a You still got a whole two minutes. Oh uh, well, we're gonna end it early then. All right. I guess we're. I just guess just throw it down. All right. We're just gonna do it.
2: All right. Yeah, man. Do you have anything else you want to say in closing?
0: Uh, in closing, I would like to say that uh, you need to get out and vote. We need to end this government by voting it out. You need to bring in new people. Change the voting age from 16 to 40, no longer electing people over the age of 45, get rid of the standing committee that we call government now, bring in fresh faces, entirely fresh faces, all of them, because what we have now is a tyrannical system of warmongers. And if we want health care, if we want uh, uh, homelessness to end, if we want cars that fly and robots to do all the work, we need to stop. Having warmongers run this country. I'm sorry. I went a little political on you there. You did,
1: I, I would like to add I am uh, not political. I, I will always encourage people to vote, though. Always. Everybody should vote.
0: Everybody should vote. Everybody. In, uh, what is it? Uh, Utah just made it. Well, Utah knows Ohio. Just made it a uh, paid holiday nice. on voting day. Yeah, we and should it should all be vote. like that all the time.
1: We have the right to vote. We should use it.
0: All right. All right. And that's that's our voice. So, uh, again, Ashley Goodemuth, thank you very much much for being on Vegetable Soup. Trevor, thank you for engineering for me. And uh, I am Veg, and I am out of here.